Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin, and my guest today is a brother that I go way back in ninth grade of high school with, Mr. Mitchell Matthews. Thank you for joining me. What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, this kind of like the, this, we did the, the sports one first, but now this one kind of a little more personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's all good though. I do it for you, Holmes. I ain't doing it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So, how's everything going on your end, man? With with the with everything going on, man. Man, I'm holding up, trying to do the best I can. You know, still working, still got to keep it moving. My kids come through, spend like a week with me, then they go back home. You know, I'm cooling, man. Try, I'm making it work. Let me say that. What What about the homeschooling, man? How that's been going? They, because my kids go to school in Charles County, all of them got laptops. They gave all the students laptops, which make it a hell of a lot easier to do anything. So that helps. And then and all them in high school, well, both of my boys in high school, my oldest daughter's in high school, my youngest daughter's in middle school. So really, I don't really got to help her. The, the boys, they be straight. So do they? So how do how how they do it? Do like do they post assignments or do they email them to y'all? What they doing? Well, they to me and their mom they email us stuff, but they email them too. But they got like this uh, website called Apex. They put all the assignments on there, and they tell you from what subject and what teachers from and stuff like that. They got like uh, uh, student login numbers and stuff like that, so they do it like that. It's efficient though. It's very efficient. Man, I'm gonna be honest. I my <laughs> I wasn't expecting this, man. <laughs> Hell nah, man. Nobody but nobody was expecting this, man. Came nah, out of just how just how tough it like it's me, you know, it's me and my wife doing the homeschooling. And it's still like, man, cause is she still working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a majority of it. I do a majority of the homeschooling, but she does she it's about it's about seventy thirty because my you know she works she spend most of her day working so it's about seventy thirty but man you just I'm just learning like different learning stuff like I'm yeah, realizing bro, I can't change. teach my daughter like I <laughs> <laughs> stuff that changed when we was in school bro <laughs> man so look I was trying to do the math right like you know how when we grew up we had to memorize everything. Yeah, they got a phone and everything they can use. And... Nah, they can't use. Nah, my daughter can't use her phone. But I'm gonna tell you what was tripping me up, though. Was that? I know how to do. I know how to divide and multiply easily, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I do not know how to break that shit down. What you mean by break it down? So, so let's say nine times six, right? Right. Daughter need to know nine times six. I know it's 54. I've known that for most of my life. Right. <laughs> However, the way for her to get the answer was to like draw six circles and put nine dots in each circle. And that's how she get her answer. Nine dots. Oh, no, no. I know how to do that, but it's, it's difficult as hell, bro. It's right. like, you don't. I did not know how to do it. Like, my wife, cause my, <laughs> cause my wife was like, "Well, I'm I've been helping her with her math, so I help. I tried to help her with her math, and I was like, I was like, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what the hell to tell her. Like, 
I was like, I know nine times six is 54, but I don't know how to break this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, my daughter was doing the one part, the one part of math I really didn't like was geometry, man. Oh. And she, and she came in here, I think it was even last week or the week before, with some geometry work, bro. I was like, oh, my God, you would come here with geometry. I was like, don't you got to do algebra or something? Man, I'm better with that. Man, listen, when she, when, when my, Nia did it a couple weeks ago, I was like, I was, I, I was like, hey, uh, your mother might have to help with this one, because <laughs> like the other stuff, I'm good at, like, Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, algebra, fractions. I'm good at all that. Geometry? No, sir. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Me and geometry just don't, we don't get along for some reason. I'm not really sure why that is. Even though I know how to use, like, I, I can use geometry when I'm working, but I can't use it on doing a problem. And they're like, I don't know what it is, man. I see everybody got their little sticking point. That's mine. I can't, I can't really do it. But I, I'm a history buff though. Like I can help with I can they're doing a history work and English work and all that. And I can do that like no problem. Well, no problem. I struggle. Let me tell you what I struggle with with my daughter with the English. I'm like, man, I was I was feeling kind of ignorant because I was like, this shit should be this hard. We was doing uh we was doing English, right? I know look, man, I know how to write, I know how to spell, I know how to set up all that. Mm-hmm. But they was doing like trans transition verbs and uh man, I don't even remember what she was doing. Yeah, yeah. Just, Having that stuff I don't remember the verbiage that she be using, I don't be remembering. But a lot of times because she in middle school, like they really be doing like writing stuff, like kind of getting info and putting it in their own words and stuff like that. So I, I know how to do that well. So I, that's what I was helping them do, helping them research and then talking about the research that we found, stuff like that. So I'm good at that. But did you hear, I was reading this story. I don't know how, I don't know what they were saying. Like, they don't know what school's going to look like. They talking about reducing classes to like, and maybe like 12. Huh? The size? Yeah. Yeah. And had like staggered Staggered days, like you would go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, to me, that's still risky. You know what I'm saying? That's still risky because, like, even, you know, we love our sports, man. Even with that, man, until they find a, a find something like you, you still, it's still a risk because you can touch a desk and then another person come behind you and touch that same desk. You don't know if the person infected, but you got infected because you touched the same desk or something. You know what I'm saying? It's something that simple. You can get caught by, and I'm just, that's not safe to me. It's just not safe. But, okay, but how long are we going? There's not in mind. School's closed this year. This year is a wrap. Yeah, it's definitely a wrap. But next year, this this is the stuff I'm telling you is, is next year. Next year. At some point, bro, we're going to have to get back to normal yeah i know but but for the, whatever reason our country is is not willing to do the stuff that china leak um implemented like remember they they shut the joint down shut everything down for two weeks and was like all right let us get control of some stuff and then they came back and started gradually 
open this stuff up. You know what I'm saying? To me, that was a smart way of uh, doing it. For whatever reason, we won't shut down. That's like they trying to do anything but shut down anything for real. So I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. And then we still got people out here doing anything like it's not a possibility of it happening to them. Like it's no possibility. Well, number one, we not China. So like that's a, <laughs> they, they're pretty much a dictatorship country. We not ran like that, number one. That's and fine, but I mean, to, to save lives, you got to implement certain strategy, I guess I mean. But shoot, they already be doing, government already doing wild stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, see, I, I don't know, man, because you got to look at how this, look at how we built. This country is built on, like, this country is built on a spending. Like, people like, well, what about, like, you do you, don't you have to put human life first? Yes. Yeah, but at the same yeah, you time, do. you got folks literally dying because they in debt. Like, like man, like it's not a. I don't really know what the situation. <laughs> I don't know really how you get a hold of. It. And then you talk to a lot of people. They like, well, there's no vaccine for it. And then when you ask people, are they going to take the vaccine? No, I don't feel comfortable taking the vaccine. So what you want the vaccine for? If you're not going to take it. Don't ask for it if you ain't gonna take it. You just the purpose of even no. this. Bro, this a mess, man. This is a mess. Like it's I don't true know. Reason. I think at some point you have to you have to you know, you have to just say, okay, we gotta do something. Like we can't sit back. Like I think the best thing you can do, honestly, is is just build up your immune system. That's really all you can do because you can't that's what I've been doing. Do this. this can't be the long-term solution. Now, my and then remember, we we're getting okay, we're getting out of flu season. Like flu season usually over like May. And the reason I say flu season, because that's technically virus season where things are more highly contagious. Right. So what happens when October rolls around again? But that's like, let's see, it's like five months from now. We still in lot, you might as well say. We probably gonna be locked. I don't see us getting through this lockdown at least until June. Wouldn't mm -hmm. you agree? Yeah. I don't see June. us not being. I, I see us still being somewhat locked down in May. So probably at the earliest you're talking is June. Yeah, I agree. And it's not gonna be a mass opening. It's just gonna be gradual. Like, yeah, it's everything gonna be staggered. So by the time. You stagger everything, you're gonna be right back into. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you do? I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, it's, I can say this, but that don't necessarily mean that it's, it's rational thinking. But you know, they need to put a freeze on everything. Like, people shouldn't get charged rent, people shouldn't be getting charged for utilities and stuff like that. They need to put a freeze on everything, put a hold on everything. Cause, it, cause if you if you going to going to try to get rid of something and get rid of something this serious, and like you said, people are are dying from debt, being in debt. So you need to kind of kill that so people can move, get what they need to get, and stay in the house without having to worry about getting put out or worry about getting their electric cut off or worry about not having food or work, you know what I'm saying stuff like that. But you know, our whole country is about about the dollar. Food. 
to me. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> the reality is this country can't survive on stuff getting frozen <laughs> Yeah. We, it, it just can't. It, For it can't. two weeks, though, bro? Huh? For two weeks? Well, you can't freeze rent for two weeks. Why not? Oh, so take like they two weeks a, off. Then. Hey, look, they can put a freeze on your pay for two weeks. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you saying like a what you got, but they can't freeze what they got. Uh, so you saying like a so basically like a prorated two weeks? That what you saying? Possibly. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I got the answers, bro. You know what I'm saying? But some got to be better than what they doing. Cause they, to me, I don't really feel like they doing much. It could be better. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they could be more, taking more serious. Because even from our president, I don't feel like he's taking it serious enough. You know what I'm saying? So, well, I mean, you can't. Look, anybody that's talking about injecting disinfectant, we can't look to them. For it's, no it's answer. Hard to take him seriously. <laughs> I was telling my mother, my mother was like, Yeah, the president talking. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, right. I would rather watch cartoons than listen to him talk. So I'm, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, we we all look. We once my man talking about disinfected and he got hundreds of governors calling him. Man, it, it, it's a wrap. We can't. <laughs> he ain't even listening. No talking about some, he talking about some. It was he was being sarcastic. I'm like, bro, it's thousands of people that died. There's no room to be sarcastic at this point. Like that's not something to be joking. But my, but when my man, my man said he got a hundreds, he got hundreds of governors calling him. <laughs> we got fifty states. <laughs> <laughs> like with you. Yeah, man. I was, man. I was, uh, I don't know, man. Like, we, me and my son make this face when somebody say something stupid. We just go like this. Yeah, we just, we, we lacking leadership right now, bro. We, we, <laughs> we, in, we, in, we in bad shape when it comes to leadership. This thing is some people out there supporting that food, man. Man, there's some people that support anything, but it just goes to show you, like, how, it goes to show you how powerful celebrity is, uh, how powerful white supremacy is, because yeah. that's really, you know, that's really what it boils down to. Like all this make America great and all that stuff. Like, when I, just, you know, when I first heard that slogan, the first thing I thought I was like, well, I always hear how y'all talk about how great America is. So when wasn't America great? I always been hearing that my whole life. The great American, great American this, great American that. So it when wasn't. was America not great? It wasn't great from the years 2009 to 2000. <laughs> <laughs> when he got in office. <laughs> those were, when Obama was president, those was our dark years. <laughs> there was the years we wasn't great, man. I, I mean, that was great means I don't know. Like it good. Like he came up with it. He came up with a catchy slogan, and uh, yeah, he, he, it worked. And and ironically, I it was definitely gonna work again. It definitely was gonna work again. Now with this pandemic, I mean, 
talk about him being the president again, bro. I get a headache just hearing it and thinking about it, bro. Like, hey, look, bro, you might as well go ahead and take your asthma because it's a it's a hard reality. Like I said, if this didn't happen, oh, he, it was smooth sailing for him. He, you know, he, he, you know what trips me out, James, is when I hear people complain about Trump, but then they didn't vote. I'll be like, yo, um, you part of the reason why he in the office because you didn't vote. I was like, you vote, you didn't vote, you might as well say you voted for him. Because <laughs> you ain't. Yeah, well, okay, here's my here's my problem with that theory. The way our the way our political system is set up, it's not <laughs> our political system, our political system system is pretty broken if you look oh, at definitely, it. Definitely broken. Because you when you when you think about it, there's only uh what? We got 50 states. The election hinges on about 10 of them. Pretty much. When you, I remember I remember being in, in, in school like, what the hell is this electoral college thing? Like, what is this? Oh, but it has become a reality now. <laughs> I, I, always trying to figure, I was trying to figure that out for a long time. I was like, what, what is because this? When we, because when we were younger, we were young, like you figure we got introduced to it in like ninth grade, I think. Yeah. yeah. So once you get introduced to it in government class, we were young, and the presidents then were winning by landslides. We had Clinton. Clinton won by a landslide. He won twice. Mm-hmm. So we didn't. He won pretty much by a landslide twice. So we we didn't really understand how. Really, to be honest. I don't know, definitely in our like in our lifetime, I don't think before before these last few elections, I don't think any of them were really that close. Not that I not that I recall. I ain't supposed to see here. I, like I remember because I know I don't. I don't pay. I, well, I don't we, not, pay. we definitely not gonna remember, but yeah, I think nah. if you read it, if you if we if we if you go back and read it, um I I know I remember like I remember back in eight, like in the early eighties, it was a guy named Dukakis running. Michael yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he I got smashed though. He got smashed. He got all. I don't know what he did. I forgot what he did, but he just got all tore up. And Reagan, when Reagan ran, he was winning. Um, Reagan was winning Democratic state. So a lot of people liked Reagan because he. Was in, I think he was I think he was in the service. I know he's an actor, so a lot he had a lot of fans. Yeah. You know, besides the people who supported him as a candidate, he had fans too. Well, so, you know, he was. I'm pretty sure he was a governor of California first. I think so. Yeah. But I know well, he was. I know he. I know he was an actor, and I know he played sports. I just. I just. Uh, I think he was in the military too. I yeah, he was in the military. He definitely. Was I think most most not. I'm I'm pretty sure most of our presidents was had some ties to the military. The only ones who didn't was uh, um, Trump. Didn't. Obama? Huh? Did Obama have anything to do with military? No, not Obama. I don't think so. I don't remember hearing nothing like that. And not Clinton. Okay. Not Clinton either. Bush had Bush Bush Junior had ties. Like remember he remember was in like yeah, the I, National Guard and Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But 
other than that, but we, but it was never really a factor, <coughs> excuse me, until these last couple of elections. So, but that's my, but getting back to my original point, um, the whole voting thing, it's important, right? It's important. Don't get me wrong. It's important, but I think the, the system has to be changed, especially with, with blacks, with us, because we, we have to, we have to find a way to disassociate, disassociate ourselves from the Democratic Party. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I agree with that one thousand percent. I'm not saying oh we need to be Republicans, <clears throat> but we need to be. We need to get to a point where our vote is earned, because nobody's earning our vote. Nah, that's the problem. Because if you, why is it that if you notice? <laughs> The clock, we live, we both grew well, you still in Maryland. I grew up in Maryland. But even my state, California now, the clock, the polls close, right? And you can automatic the polls close at eight o'clock. All pretty much all polls close at eight o'clock. Why eight oh three we could declare the winner at a state? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Because we got because they already got all the black the Democrats got all the black vote in Baltimore. So that pretty much seals the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. California, they got they got the Democratic vote. So it's like once the clock strikes a certain way, we already know who's voting what. And it's and I think I personally think it's more because of us. Like the, like Republicans don't they don't really talk to us because it's like eh, they're not gonna vote for us anyway. But you I think Polk is doing a decent job. We need we need to make it to where, like you said, they earn our vote, and we need to be voting on people who like, like like everybody. I be hearing all these groups talking about gay rights and all these other entities, and I be like, what about us? Why are we not pushing that? Yeah, as a as a group, we should be pushing that, but we don't because we split up in so many different fashions instead of concentrating just on us. If we could clean up us, then we can go ahead and move about taking care of our business on a lot of fronts, not just voting. You know what I'm saying? We can clean up our communities, and we can do do it ourselves. We we shouldn't be counting on politicians to do this stuff for us. We should be doing. I mean, back in the day, people did stuff they own. You know, they do stuff on their own. They they build their community. They police their communities. We we. We uh counting on every everybody else to do stuff for us. For what? You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're not gonna they're not gonna do nothing for us. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get we gotta make we gotta hold people accountable. Like there's and nobody accountable to us. Nobody. We cause we don't hold them accountable to nothing. We'll cry about it and don't nobody do nothing but a yeah. bunch of crying. You know what I'm saying? So if we if we can't come together, we can't even come together to do little stuff in our communities, man. You know what I'm saying? That that be honest with you, that angers me. It shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be that everybody and I live in Temple Hills. It ain't sweet around. It ain't nice around here. You know what I'm saying? Not this part anyway. Right. And it shouldn't it shouldn't be that people around here getting killed all the time and all that stuff. It's, it's not cool. It's not good. I, I say that to a lot. I heard some people tell me, like, you know, man, black people kill black people all the time. I'm like, that that's not a good thing. <laughs> right. 
that's not something you're supposed to gloss over like it's supposed to happen. That's not good. You know, so, I mean, if we could police ourselves, I think we'd be stronger as a unit. You know what I'm saying? But right now, we so divided, man. It's just, it'd be demoralizing to see it. I hate hearing about kids getting killed over dumb stuff. My my uh, my uh One of my son's um, teammates the other day got uh, got gunned down in Georgia by a stepfather. He was 16. 16 years old. He didn't even get to live life. That thing hurt, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I know this little boy. Yeah. He didn't even get to live for what? He got yeah. shot up by a grown man. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. It's it's crazy how that, that environment thing works because, like, <clears throat> I remember, I, I'll never forget me and one time, me and my wife, we was having a conversation. We was just talking about, like, um, losing friends, losing classmates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I, I've lost somebody every year. And the sad thing is we've normalized losing people. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's sad because when I talked to my wife and she was like, well, no, nah, I never, I, I was, she was like, no, nah, none of my classmates was, was, was died or killed. But one, her cla- one of her classmates died. One of them died, but she didn't have any that was killed or anything. I'm like, wow. Like, but really? that shouldn't, that shouldn't be the norm. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be thinking, wow. You know what I'm saying? But it was so normal for us to have a classmate or something killed. Like, I, dude, I've lost, a, I've lost like a friend or a classmate probably starting at the age of maybe 14, 13, 14, something like that. I'm gonna, if I had to put a, a, a shoot, man, I'm gonna say at 12, man, because of middle school, Lord, I'm losing people. When I was at Key, I, was, I lost somebody. Um, just, and, and that's crazy, you know, just to even think about that. You know, what I'm saying to think about that. Uh, you in middle school, you lose people. Then you get the, then we get the suit land losing people. Yeah, like dang, man, like and you're right. We normalize it like it happens and. Ah, that's not normal. That's it yeah. shouldn't be normal. We shouldn't even treat it like it's normal. But that's a, that's, a, that's another that's important. That's unfortunate that we even carry it that way. But see, one thing we too like we've gotten away. Our community has gotten away from family, like family structure, the village. Yeah, yeah. But even 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 before the village, just like a home, like. A good stable home front. Like, unfortunately, it's too many, too many of our families that come from one parent households, or um, you know, it may be two people. It may like you got homes where it's two people in the home, but they're not they're not a functioning unit. It's fractured. Like the you got it. There's a mom and a dad in the house. But the mom and dad, they don't work together. They don't love each other. So this kid, these kids or kids are saying the example of what they're, they're saying of what a love looks like, but that's not how it should look. It should be a functioning team, but they're not getting to see that. Yeah, that's, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I'm a live, I'm a living testament to that. You know, as a child and as an adult, that's tough. Man, that's that's a real tough thing. 
and like with your kids, like you got to me, you gotta talk, you gotta talk to your kids. Like a lot, a lot of parents, I think they hide so much from their children that at some point you gotta keep it one thousand with them. You gotta teach them, you know. So you gotta teach them. Like, look, I might have. I'm not. I'm not saying you do it when they five, because some people be exposing kids to way too much. Yeah. At an early age, like a real early age, you know what I'm saying? And um, like, but when your kid's old enough to process what you tell them, you ain't got to drop everything on them, but like feed them. Like, look, hey, dad had to do this to to make sure this can happen. And you know, I still love you because I'm not there every day, you know, or keep the line of communicate. You got to do something to, you know what I'm saying? Make sure they don't feel like they unloved or you not there or you can't get there. Or, it's rough. But see, that's but that's the problem. Like a lot of unfort like too many of our kids don't get to be kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like to that role early. Yeah, like it, there's a time like there's things you just you just praying that your kid just not exposed to as a kid. Like you know, if you can hold your home together, um you you know you want to let me let me ask you because you said something right you said you was a living testament to that because you 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 was divorced right yeah did you did you ever did it ever cross your mind you know what I just want to stay here for the kids yeah it did James but um I had I had to that wasn't gonna work that was gonna make it worse on the kids and me um. And they mother, cause we 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 wasn't happy. It, the situation was getting worse and worse. The only way I was even to, able to cope, honestly, was was drowning myself and my kids because because I had my boys so active doing stuff. They had practices and all that stuff. I could kind of drown myself into that. You know what I'm saying? And kind of pull away. But at the same time, at night you still got to be around that person. It was just a lot of stuff going on. I had to walk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to walk away. It wasn't um and the and the funny thing is I tried to I really tried to like make it work, you know, be that be that guy. You're like, I'm gonna make it work, we're gonna work it out. I tried to be that guy. I was that guy for a long time. Uh an older guy told me who I re- I really respect. He told me, uh, he's like, you know what, as you say, uh extend yourself. He said, extend yourself till you can't extend no more. He said, if you still got to keep extending yourself, he's like, then maybe you got to, you need to break the rope. I had to let it go. I had to let it go. I was getting to the point where I was so unhappy that my mother, my mother said, my, my, my kid said it to me. And when my, when my child said it to me, I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? See that, and that's the thing. It's like, Man, that's a that's a tough that's a tough decision to make because it was hard. Either way, that the kids gonna suffer because if you stay, it's like all right, daddy here, mommy here, but you can see, you know what I'm saying? Like they they here, but they're not here. Like they just they they just basically getting through the day. Yeah, I'm. It was when we when I first when we when we first separated, it was tur- it was a lot of turbulence for a while for a good while, man. And, I mean, do we don't do we get along all the time now? No, we don't get along all the time now. 
But for the most part, we we okay. You know what I'm saying? We try to work together as much as possible. Um, to be honest, I think both of us try to limit our communication with each other. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but but I will say she's a good mother. She's right. a, I think she's a great mother. But like a lot of we've been the therapist and everything, and I always said that you know I don't blame I don't like to do the finger point. So I never told anybody that like she the reason why our marriage ain't working nothing like that. I don't do that. I say both of us didn't do what we was supposed to do to make our marriage work, and I'll leave it at that. That's so how I, I just remember like when me and my wife was was we was having our problems. And um, I'm not going to lie, man. If she had been like, hey, let's just stay together for the kid, I probably would have just said, okay. Like, it might have been easier with one child. It may have been. May I'm guessing then. I'm not, I'm not saying it would have um, definitely would have made it work. Because it might have made it, it might have made it worse. I, I, I don't know. I just know. I just know what happened. Well, so when we, we was going through our situation, and you know we was just making we you know we was just doing our best to make it work but you know when when you ain't together and you separated like it's hard like you can't like it takes so much work to make it work and you're not in the same house you trying to you balancing time with the child the child sees like this different like because my daughter got a chance to see like this is different and um I can't lie, like, and my wife would just call me and be like, you know what, let's just make it work for Nia. I probably would have been like, okay. But the only problem with that, and the, but it's a huge problem. <laughs> I, I can I say the only problem, but it's the problem is gigantic. It doesn't fix anything. No, it don't. It don't it fix don't. anything. It don't. Like, it, actually pro, it actually prolong it, to be honest with you. Um, it, being away from look, um, my kids are older now. Like my oldest daughter is eighteen, about to be, she about to be eighteen. Uh, my boy, my boys is sixteen and fifteen, and my daughter is twelve. To this day, I still have a problem when they leave, when they leave and go home. I still have a problem. I've been they, I've been divorced for eight years, and we've been doing this. You know, they come every other weekend thing for eight years. I still haven't gotten over that, James. I still can't, it's hard for me, it's hard for me to deal with. Like when it when it first happened, every time I, my youngest daughter left me, she would uh cry. That would gut me inside. You know what I'm saying? Every, yeah. every time. You know, it was, it was, it was hard. And then like I had to do things that I didn't want to do. Like I had to go live with my mother. Oh my God. <laughs> like yeah. so, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that make it hard. Like you. Your living conditions change. You got to deal with other people. All that type of thing. It's it was a headache. It was a, it was a real headache. Not to mention emotionally you going going through stuff, and then you still going through stuff with your spouse. And then it was it was a whole lot of. I like I, I had I have a friend. I ain't gonna say his name. I got a friend. He was having problems. I told him I was like, look, you can make it work, homes. Make it work. Yeah. I told you, 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 you know, it's it's so it's so man. Look, I'm not trying to turn this into a, a a men and women thing, but I think it's a lot of pressure on a man because 
if a man makes that decision, you know what? I just want to be happy. He sounds selfish saying that. Very. Yeah, like, very. He, he's like, if a woman says it, like, I don't, I'm not going to say for sure she doesn't get that, but I don't think there's as much pressure on a woman to keep the family together as is a man. I, I just don't think so. I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because a man in the head of the household. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So since we headed a household, it, it's looked at different. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. I actually understand. I don't. I don't agree with it the way it's treated, but I understand it and uh, I understand what comes with it. But what I don't like, and this is uh, around a year around when a guy is doing everything he can and he get bashed and stuff like that. Yeah. And and I don't like it when dudes, other men, kind of uh like uh either i'm not gonna say um applaud it but i'm gonna say they believe it. like you know it's some females out here that don't do that to guys you know what i'm saying especially when they doing what they gotta do then there's some females out here that they getting a, a great benefit from from the guy from the father but they acting like they not doing nothing then you got a guy that's trying to be with them just because they just because they trying to be with them they hop on or they start thinking like bro you a dude you know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be acting like that. You see what I'm saying? If, I, if I'm a guy and I come into a situation like that, I'm not even commenting. You see what I'm saying? I'm not even commenting. I'm like, that's, that's between y'all. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You see what I'm saying? I'm not even going to comment. It just, I don't, it's like a lot of things that go on. Being being single, man, you see, like, I ain't had to see none of this crap when I was married because I ain't care. Like, I ain't one of with that. Like, I got my wife. I don't need to deal with none of that shit. Like, that, that's how, that's how yeah. I look at it. Yeah. But now, not being out here, I be seeing so much stupid and reckless behavior, and I be thinking to myself like, why? Like, like why are you certain things? I see, I see men cheating on their wives. I see wives cheating on their husband. And in my head, I be like, why are you doing that? Like, if you was gonna do all that, why even get married? What's the purpose? Yeah. You dragging another person into your bull. You could have did this on your own. It wouldn't have to worry about nobody. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's one thing that I had to learn. Like one thing, one thing that I realized it too. Like the way I see things and the way I view relationships is totally different because I'm married. Because I'll look, mm-hmm. I'll look, and I'll be like, "Damn, all these women single like." You can't get one of them, like damn, like. It's a, yeah. But then you have to stop and think, like, well, it's a lot of single women, but how many quality single women are they? You know yeah. Let's see, let's see, everybody, every every woman, and every a lot of dudes too. Figure like I'm a good guy or I'm a good woman. Whole time, some of them, like some of the dudes, crazy as hell. A lot of these dudes crazy as hell and be putting these wild stuff on these women, like tell them they need to, I heard a female tell me a dude told them they need to obey and all this. I'm like, what? I'm laughing because I'm like, that sounds crazy to me. But then you got some females who come at dudes with these silly expectations. Like, huh? Like, like, what? Like, what? Like what are you talking about? I'm like, <laughs> like, come on, like come on, man! Don't don't do that! Don't do that! I'm, like I'm you straight up, bro. I do not want to be single at all. Y'all can have that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
love with you. It ain't fun. It ain't fun to me, man. Man, it I, ain't fun to me. And it, yeah, it, yeah. like, cause, cause, the one thing I will say about my ex-wife, certain things I just didn't have to worry about. Like, if I really wanted to go somewhere, I can go. Yeah. If I if on like on Sundays, like on Sundays when I was watching football and stuff, because anybody that know me know how I feel about football. Yeah, yeah. She didn't bother me. She didn't get in my way. You know what I'm saying? She did not. And sometimes she just watch with me. So I ain't that that part never was a a a, a problem. But you got some females that they so star. It's like they, they it's some females star for attention so bad, man. It's some dudes like that too. I'm and, and I'm being single also let me look at guys and be like, <laughs> like what, what the hell? What the hell do some of us be doing? We be tripping, man. It be crazy. I be seeing some of these dudes say and do, and what dudes will say just to get a woman's attention. Man, bash every you bash all your friends just to get a get a female attention. It's wild, man. Look, I I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, look, man, I don't I don't want to be single. Like, it's too. Man, it, it's, Ain't that too? It, it's it, dude. Like, I like the way my life set up right now. <laughs> like, because look, man, let's let, let's just be honest. You know, you you were a woman. You know, me and my wife been together. We've been married 17 years. Of course, you're gonna have your issues, but man, I pretty much know. You know what I'm saying? I know what her issues is. I know mine. And granted, I still be messing up a lot. You know what I'm saying? But it's like she know how to. You know what I'm saying? She know how to deal with me. She, I know how to deal with her. And we a great team. Like we a great team. We a family. And those are things you gotta look at. Like. When I you don't sweat like, the small stuff, y'all be straight. But you, but honestly, when you go into a marriage, and, and this, this is this is something I didn't realize when I was young, when I got married young, like it's a real, it's it's, it's a it's a bit, it's like a bit, not like it is, it's a business partnership. That's what it is. Yeah. Like it's a job. It's a yeah, job. Like, you have to work at it. Look at it, but that shit is a business, like. <laughs> You, this team is one one team over here. Like, yeah, <laughs> ain't working in that joint. <laughs> I go left, baby. You gotta go left. Might be the wrong direction, but you gotta go left. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, look, I look. I got I gotta give you props, man, because uh, what you did moving out there when you told me about it, and you told me what you were doing, the sacrifice you were making, man. I had to respect that, man. That. I got much respect for you for even doing that, man. That's that was a power move, man. And a lot and a lot of dudes and a lot of dudes out here not mature enough to make that type of decision. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them not. I know. Um, I know that'd have been a tough one for me. I know that'd have been a tough one for me, even though like our situations was different. But like that, like for me, that'd have been a tough decision. Not even really about the family and stuff like that. It'd have been a tough decision not working and i've been working since almost since the minute we left high school you know what i'm saying so it's like <laughs> I, I think since since high school we've been out of, we've been out of school in what like 22 20 years 22 years Man, so 22 remember. years the 22 years james i've been out of work probably about six months damn 22 years so i've been working the entire time 
So, I'll and I ain't having a first child. I was twenty three. I'll say this: it was, it wasn't an easy decision, right? But mm-hmm. the thing was, like, if somebody tells you, if somebody tells you, like, this is what they want to do, this is what they dream about doing, like, this situation was something me and my wife talked about every, like, uh, countless nights. She told me what she wanted to do with her career. She told me what she wanted to be. And I, I always was supportive. So when the opportunity came for her to do what she really wanted to do, in my opinion, you can't say you truly love somebody and you not letting them do everything life has for them. Like. If you, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. Like, there's some, <laughs> let's be clear, there's some shit me and her ain't vibing on that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you you got to come, but you got to come together as a team and say, all right, this was best for us. But in this situation, like, this was her dream. Like, this is what she worked. Like, she worked hard to get to this point. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I know the sacrifice. She, she sacrificed a lot of time. She's, it was, you know, it was family things she wanted to do, things with her friends that she didn't do to get to the point she was at. So it wouldn't even have been fair for me to say, you know what, I know you sacrificed a lot. I know you did a lot, but nah, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. And it was tough because like you said, like I had a, I had a career, you know, that I had to give up, but you know, you can start over. Like it's tough. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say act like, oh yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been peaches and cream. It's not because the whole mental aspect of starting over. Like I didn't realize how hard that was gonna be. Yeah. Like just starting over. Like I got on the plane. And we came over here. I got on the plane. I was like, shit. Like I don't even live in. I don't live in the DMV no more. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get off you that You don't know the streets no more. You don't know nothing. No more. Yeah, like, I don't like it. And it's to- the scenery is totally different. The people are totally different. Everything's totally different. But you know, sometimes in life, you gotta make a. You know what I'm saying? You get so comfortable in life that you you not you're not gonna grow. Like you just comfortable. Like, and I'm not gonna lie, I was very comfortable where I was at. So that's why a part of it, it's like I'm torn because a part of me is like, man, I miss that comfort. But at the same time, I'm glad because I was too comfortable. And 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 something again, sometimes in life you are so comfortable that you can't do everything God wants you to, He wants for you to do because you're comfortable. You're scared. Like you got that safety net. And it's like, nah, bro, it's time like that safety net gone. It's time to do something different. And I'm, you know, I'm not an old man. Like, I got time to do some things and like, there's just so many things I wanted to do with my life. Like just being, being more like with the podcast and trying to be more like moving to like a business world. I couldn't do that at home because I was, I was never going, I would have never left that safety net behind. I was just like, I was just too comfortable. I wouldn't have left it. I had so much time invested in it. I just couldn't leave it, but this situation forced me to leave it. And I'm still learning some things. Like I'm still, you know, I'm still figuring things out, but overall I'm happy. Like I'm happy with I, the big, the biggest reason I'm happy is because my wife is happy and she knows, you know what I'm saying? She knows that if she makes a decision, decision 
that's good, I'm a supporter. Like, that's the most important thing. Just being able to support the person you with, the person you love. Like, that's the biggest thing. And that's why a lot of times things don't work because, man, good, bad, or indifferent. If your spouse tell you something, unless they, look, if they trying to take you down a path that you shouldn't be going down, don't follow no damn fool. Right. <laughs> I'm not following nothing foolish. Yeah, that's why. But I, I knew this was a good path. So I was telling a, a a woman, lady friend that I have, like two days ago. I told her I said I couldn't deal with a weak woman, and she was like, "What you mean?" I said, "When I say weak woman, I mean a woman who's just gonna go with whatever I say and won't check me." You see what I'm saying? I'm like my my woman has to check me because if I say something dumb, I need her to straighten me up. Like, yeah. like, no, no, it's not. We're not doing that. You're gonna do this and make more sense. You know, we we have a, a we talk about that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, after you done been married and been through some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't do nothing make me sharper. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, it made me sharper, but at the same time, it made me not want to just settle for anybody. Also, because I know so I know so many people. Cause I don't like doing just the woman man thing because I see a lot of the traits that women do, men do the same things and vice versa. Mm-hmm. A lot of people settle. You know what I'm saying? They settle. They settle for what they settle for people just because they don't want to be alone, or just but just for the sake of having somebody. I'm not that guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not that guy. I'm not gonna be around like. I feel like people get attacked for having preferences. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a woman came out and said, I only really want to deal with dudes who in the gym, I'm not going to attack them for that. I'm going to be like, that's what you want. You're entitled to that. You see what I'm saying? You're entitled to that. So why is it if I say, I don't like a fat woman, or I don't like (laughs) a skinny woman, or something, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. I'm just throwing some stuff out there. If I don't like that, then why am I wrong for saying that? I'm not wrong for saying that. That's yeah. my preference. You I never, I never understood that. Um, that uh, it's funny you mentioned that because <laughs> I never understood women can always say he got to be six feet plus. <laughs> yeah. and it's okay. It is okay. okay. Nobody, nobody say nothing. You, uh, you could, you could tell you uh, two women could be having a conversation. He checked this box, this box, this box, this box, but he five nine. Ooh, girl, I don't know you. Make- <laughs> <laughs> and it's a dead issue. <laughs> but if a guy say, if a guy say, she man, she check all the boxes. She she a good woman. She do everything I need her to do, but she weigh 260 pounds. And you put that on, you you say that to people and you will get your ass tore up. Well, what that got to do with her body? She get you could control your weight. <laughs> you really can. Like you could ain't no pretty much. You could control your weight. Like yeah, you can. You weight determine your control. But yeah, your you height is not. <laughs> you can't. There's nothing you could do to say. You know what? But wear taller shoes. That's it. <laughs> you can't do nothing. It's like no matter what shoes you wear, bro. You five nine. There's nothing you could do to get the six one. <laughs> nothing. But you gotta take them shoes off and visit. 
Yeah, but if 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 she's if she's two hundred and sixty pounds, there's things she could do to get under two hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, she can eat right. I don't look at numbers. I told I told I have I have a friend. She's 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 big. That's my homegirl, but I love her. You know, so she's like my sister. Okay. And I tell I tell her all the time, I'll be like, you know, weight ain't really a number. It's how you carry it. Yeah, that's true. It's how you carry it. And I was like, I said, you can be 220 pounds and look great. I was like, but it's another person to weigh 200 pounds and look make it look horrible. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was like, it's the way you it's the way you carry it. And and I, I don't think that I, I should be uh let's see when people do like what you were just saying. I'm I'm for I'm for that I'm for that bullshit. Like you ain't gonna tell me <laughs> what I can and can't like. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not one of them guys who gonna conform just because you, no I'm not I'm not doing that. I like what I like. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just like anybody anybody like what they like. But you know what's funny though? Like I think I think women make more about it than men. Like their weight. And stuff like if you, cause I'm gonna say this: if you a good enough woman, you can overcome that shit. <laughs> you you can oh like people oh oh it's the women like these men all these men want is Instagram models. No, no, just, that ain't that's not hardly true. <laughs> you saw you saw the picture you liked it. Like what man don't like nice ass big titties like. That That's was just all she gave. Like, the, the, the social media thing is overhyped to me. It, liking the picture don't mean yeah. nothing. It don't mean to me. It don't mean nothing. All social media is is a platform for entertainment. That's yeah, it. it's like it's like okay, he saw a picture, he liked it. Like that's what it was there for. Like yeah, it, 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 you know what I'm saying? She put the thirst trap up. He liked it. Right. <laughs> like don't nobody want to like it's a reason these chicks like these chicks got 500 something thousand followers but no man what yeah. did that tell you right there's nothing to offer you but some ass and some titties like, yeah. like it's like you really think i, I like I, I like i always i'm always baffled by women thinking men take these women serious like they look good, yes. You bravo. They look. We give them the looks. Okay, what else? Because yeah. hold on, that's 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 real men though. Because because there's some dudes out here that's silly enough to just to want a woman because they got ass and titties, and then that's it. That's it. But that's you all just said to keep. But but you know what? Let's even focus on them. Let's focus on they silly asses for a second. <laughs> Even them, it's like, okay, bro, I don't care who you are. You got a, a, a nice ass and titties only going to last. Not too long. Not too long because it get old. I'm, I'm being generous saying six to eight months. Yeah. After that, you t- like you don't even care no more. Nope. Saying the same ass and titties for six to eight months. Ain't nothing special about that. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, I haven't seen this ass before. Like, man, you gotta give me something else. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, I mean, like, I, even I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simple dude. Like, I, I was telling 
my whole girl telling her like she know I'm not into. I always say I don't. I'm not in the fat woman. I'm in a thick woman. I'm not in the fat woman. It's not to me. It's not the same. You see what I'm saying? It's not the same. <laughs> but but see, hold on. The thing, hold on. But the thing be tripping me out though. They be thinking I like skinny women. I be like, no, I don't. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't like skinny women. Yeah. I do not like. I don't. I don't like when a woman look like she need two, or three, four plates. Like I don't like that. That's not. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like that. Everybody, like I said, everybody got their preference. And I know some women that only like fat dudes. That's it. That's all they like is fat guys. If Man. they not fat, they not mess with them. Man, that's pretty deep. <laughs> no, nah, for real, I know something. It's just that straight line will tell you all these, like, you're not big enough. Straight like that. We'll, okay. we'll say it. Even though I think it's hilarious the way that, the, the way they come off about it. But it, that's what they, you know, that's what they like. I won't even knock it. Like, I'll be like, that's that's what you want. That's what you want. I mean, it ain't hard to be a fat guy, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat yourself. <laughs> you might not be around too much longer if you just nah, doing it like that. <laughs> The life expectancy for this guy may not be that long. <laughs> I don't know. Like, man, people, people, it, 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 look, it's somebody out here for everybody. Like, you just have to be who you are, man. Like, you can't, like, you can't change for people. But saying I that, change. I can't change. I don't know how to change. Be, but what I, I don't know how to be nobody. I don't know how to be nobody but me, man. Right, and that and that's good. But what I was gonna say is, people do change over time. Yeah, you do. People change. Like, I'm not the same. Like, I'm not the same guy my my wife married. I'm just not. That's almost but, impossible for you to be that same person. To be honest with you, because life, parts, some, life, some parts are better. Some parts are not as good. Like when we first met, I was more. Um, I would say more like carefree, like as chill as I am now, I was even more chill then. Mm-hmm. But, but, well, but you wasn't a parent then neither. Exactly. That's what I'm you saying. saying like, life, life and situations will make you change. You know what I'm saying? Like when me and my ex wife first got together, I was just getting out of high school. I was 19. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was 19. I was working. I ain't had no kids. I was living by myself could tell me nothing you know what i'm saying but you know later on you have a child and all and then, you know the situations happen all that changed your thinking how you approach stuff how you approach people yeah you know what I'm saying? and everything a lot of things change i know for me a hell of a lot has changed over these eight years since i've been divorced a lot of stuff has changed my my uh mindset about a lot of people how how i uh how i move how, being a father, a lot of stuff didn't change. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff didn't change. Change with me. Um, I definitely think different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because now, I, now, I'm gonna be honest. Since I turned 40, I also I'll think about uh where I'm gonna be at in the next five, and I and I try to because it seemed like as soon as I ha- I got 40, I saw having some health issues that you know I mean you would talk. I talked me you talked about before, mm-hmm. and it, it made me start thinking different. Like Okay, I need to do this better because I need to make sure I'm around for my kids. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. And so it knows it's like situations and 
stuff like that make you think different, make you change your mind about a lot of stuff. Lord knows, since, since this stuff been going on, man, I definitely been uh thinking about a lot of stuff. That, that's what that's the blow about. I got too much idle time. <laughs> I be thinking about all types of crap, man. Stuff that I only I wouldn't even only think about. I be thinking about now. I'd be like, like yeah. why the hell am I? Yeah, about? you're not the only one. But that forty is crazy because you mentioned turning forty, and and I and like you said, we talked about it, and I'm not gonna lie, like your situation scared the shit out of me. Like, yeah, yeah. I turned forty, and I was like, man, like. I gotta do some things different because it's something about 40, like it just sound older. <laughs> but that but but I told I said it, I said it to you for a reason. I said it to a lot of, of my friends for a reason. You see what I'm saying? Like so yeah. I'm like if if it's happening to me, it can happen to you. So, yeah. you know, be mindful. You know what I'm saying? Be mindful, try to do better by mm-hmm. for yourself. You know what I'm saying? At the beginning of the day, then like you, you got a daughter. Like my my man, my man Shorty, he got he got he got two daughters. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling like yo, y'all got to look out for y'all. So make sure y'all take better care of y'all. So because you know tomorrow I ain't promised for none of us. Yeah. But I but I know I want to be I want to be around for my my boys and my daughters. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to uh, not be able to see them grow up. That's why I never never out here doing dumb stuff like. I'm glad my my uh, I taught I feel like I taught me and their mother taught my my boys well enough that they don't be out here doing stuff. They don't run run around run, they don't run around with a lot of people who doing little boys is doing dumb stuff. That made me feel like we did a good job as parents. Mm-hmm. You know, my if my oldest my both of my boys would tell me I'd be like, yo, you don't hang with this person no more. They'd be like, nah, they be doing too much. That 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 phrase doing too much just let me know. <laughs> like, Man, that's the that's the universal phrase. <laughs> my, my older son say it all the time. My older son, I swear, I say it seemed like he act just like me. And he'd be like, "Man, he be like, nah, I ain't mess with him no more. Like they they be doing too much. I'd be like, what they be doing? Like stuff that they shouldn't be doing that I ain't got time for. Yeah." Like you my man, put a finger on it. You just know it's too much. <laughs> hey, it's one of his best friends. I I try to talk to him like he got he got a little girlfriend. The boy played baseball, basketball, and football, and then he just started tripping. And I'm like, "What is you doing, man? I'm like you wasting your talent? Why? Mm. I'm like why? You're like you too young, you're 16, bro. Like you got life to live, man. You 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 tied to that baseball." Man, this little boy can play quarterback like mother. I swear he got an arm. I swear what he got an arm. He into the girl? He into his girl a little bit too much? Way too much. It affected his grades, his sports life, all the – he stayed on punishment. I was like, ah. I was like, dang, boy, you ain't going to be able to do nothing. You always on that punishment. <laughs> he can't enjoy life because you always on punishment. Yeah, I mean that's a that age, you know, you, you you know your little hormones changing, you starting to, you know. Oh, I remember. I remember. You know, <laughs> I, I think sometimes the best thing is just giving young men guidance, and that's all I can do is tell him. All I can do is tell him because he ain't my son, 
But you know, I try to talk to I try to talk to his friends. They always come talk to me anyway. So if I I'm a, I try to put something on him so he can, you know, I'm like you know, stay focused. Try to tell them all. I tell all of them to stay focused. I'm like, man, stay focused, man. Y'all in school for a reason. Get everything you can get out of it. Even though I don't necessarily agree with all the stuff they teach in this school, but I'm like, yo, you gotta get what you gotta get to do what you gotta get done. So. Yeah. I mean, school is what it is. It's like, um, I think the best thing you could do with school, you know, because you have to, they have to go when they get the basics. But the best thing you could do as a parent is just like add little supplemental things to it, like having read books on the side. And because that's something I didn't do enough of. I didn't, man, if that shit wasn't assigned, I wasn't reading. <laughs> I didn't do no, <laughs> I didn't do no uh, recreational reading. I just started reading, man. You know what? When we was in school, I used to read a lot of newspapers. You know what I'm saying? I used to read a lot of news. I don't ask me why, because I, James, I swear I don't know. But I used to read a lot of newspapers. Now that I'm now, as I got older, I got more into history, particularly black history. I got into odds. So okay. I, I read about it, but I didn't want to read what you know what we were taught about in school, but you know, always gave us the 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 basic Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to go beyond that. So I would start reading in the African history. So I started reading into that. I started taking it and teaching it to my kids. So when when black history stuff and stuff like that came up, my son and them was using people that they that the teachers didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? And they was tripping out, tripping out about it. Like my son did one on Mansa Musa one time. She ain't know what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I know his name, but I, I know his name. He was the richest man in the world. But I'm gonna be honest, I n- I don't know his story. I know him, but I'm I know him and I know the basis, but I don't know the story. Yeah, me, me and him, being him, you know, we went over it. And he was like, "Yeah, Dad, I want to do." He he got enamored with him wearing the chains and all that stuff. So <laughs> he was like, yeah, I want to do a story about him. So, but that's good though. That's good yeah. that you that you introducing them to new people because we that's something right now, right now, Nia is just getting the basics. Like we we're not gonna give her too much right now. She's just getting the basics. How old is she? How old is she now? Eight. She I didn't I didn't drop her to my kids so they was like 10 or 11. But as she gets older. Mm-hmm. We'll, um, we'll continue to introduce her to, to people. Um, yeah, gradually. Yeah, yeah, because you know, with her, she, you know, she's young, and we want to make sure that she get. We want to make sure she get these basics right, and then, but she does reading on her own. Like she read about um Kath, Kathleen Johnson. She read mm-hmm. about her. I mean, of course, Rosa Parks, but Kat, but Kathleen Johnson was the big one. Like she read about her, um, so that was good. And we'll just continue to just introduce her to to people. Like as she get older, start introducing her to different principles, different ways to think, because you know, our way, our way of living is different. Like you can't, you like the the problems our people have to confront, everybody don't have to confront. Like she may have to deal with racism. She may have to deal with 
um, you know, people making her feel less than, you know, just, just because, just because who she is. And she's a double minority. She's a, she's going to be a woman and she's going to be black. So that's a double minority. Yeah. So she's just going to have to, you know, we're going to have to make sure we build her up. So when she, when she entered this world, like when she really get into the world, she ready because man, they're going to be ready to tear her down. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to have to make sure that we build her up. So when the world do get to tear her down, she able to withstand it. Yeah. That's how I do with my, uh, with my two sons. Like I, I tell them, I was like, look, man, y'all don't have time to, uh, to be BSing. You know what I'm saying? I was like, cause ain't nobody gonna take it easy on y'all, bro. It's like y'all black boys in this country. Nobody gonna take it easy on y'all. Yeah. Nobody ain't gonna really try to help y'all. I was like, so you gotta make sure that you make you can make your own way. You know what I'm saying? You can make your own way without having to get a hand out. I mean, of course you're gonna probably run into people besides your parents that's gonna help you along the way. Mm-hmm. I was like, but you know, for the most part, you wanna try to blaze your own trail. Cause you could do that. That's a powerful thing. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a powerful thing, you know. Yeah, I tell them, I know, they, they be asking me questions about certain things, and I don't pull no punches with them. They teenagers. You know what I'm saying? They 15, 16 years old. I don't talk to them like they babies. No. I talk to them like that. I'm talking to them like, like they men. That's how my my dad and my uncle and my grandfathers did to me. I do the same to them. You know what I'm saying? I want I want to end it with this. Like, what's what's the what's the biggest thing that you're looking into and still into now? Into my kids as a whole, or just yeah. your kids being responsible and respectful adults. You know, some uh, so many. I think I po- I post this on my Facebook. If you, if you actually get a chance to see it, I don't I don't like what I see from a respect angle in the society. You see what I'm saying? Um. You can be, it's like it's like if you black, you have to be disrespectful or you know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it, it just, I just don't like the way that looks. Be respectful. You can still be funny and be respectful. You know, so you can be both. I don't feel like why people feel like you gotta be so disrespectful to be certain things. And I want them to be respectful adults. They already respectful kids. Right. Thank God. They 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 respectful kids. Um I just want them to be successful, be yeah. better than me. That's what I tell them. I say, be better than me. I said, be better than me. I said, y'all better than me. Then I feel like I did my job. Definitely, that's, man. That's that's all. That's all I can really do. You know, what I'm that's all I can do. I'm pushing. I push the hell out of them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I push. I push. I don't curse them out and all that stuff, though. You know, I don't, I'm not one of them dads to be at the game like, no, I'm gonna, I don't do all that. I critique. Yeah, I you, I you, you gotta, you know, you gotta give them things that to work on. So I, I totally get that. Yeah, man, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this. You know, me and you, we have all types of conversations. We talk about sports, we talk about life, everything. So yeah. it was just good to give people a chance to get a glimpse of, you know, two brothers, forty, just having a normal chit chat. What we like to talk about life, family, and all that. So, man. Thank you for being so transparent and open with me with the no audience. Problem, no problem, man. No problem. No problem. You I know wanna, I do it with you, homie. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. I want to um, take this time to thank everyone who listened. Um, special thank you to my sponsors, First Gen Fly and Chain Entertainment. 
And also everyone who's just been taking the time to listen to the podcast. I just want to thank you for supporting and listening. I truly appreciate it. You all have a great day.